Hi there! Welcome to Lighthouse Christian Fellowship. We are a soul-winning ministry who seeks to equip and disciple people to do the Great Commission. May this message breathe hope and life to your soul. If you haven't already, kindly share this to your family and friends on social media. Be blessed as you listen to our weekly message. Amen. Happy Sunday, everyone. Are we are all happy that we are here together. Amen. Praise God. Ingnay mo katapat left and right. Ingnay I'm happy to see you today. Amen. Praise God. It's a joy to worship the Lord. Praise God. We had a powerful worship. And to those who are joining us online, thank you for attending. No, thank you for joining us. The Lord has a message for you. And for us, uh, for us also, I just would like to honor si Pastor Lathor, Pastor Alea. Thank you so much, Pastor Lathor, uh, Pastor Alea, for the privilege to share to you this morning, uh, this afternoon, I mean. Praise God. Now, today, this afternoon, uh, we will talk about a very important topic, uh, a very, very significant no, in our walk in the Lord. No, it's the foundation as a, even as a Christ follower. No, this is where we draw the line of what it really means to please God. And I pray, no, that kitatanan, including myself, we will really absorb it by the grace of God. Can we just pray? Can we just come before the Lord today? Lord, salamat God for today. Salamat God for the message. Salamat God, Lord, that you would do greater things, O God. And Lord, we pray, Lord, touch everyone. Lord, I pray, O God, that you would minister to everyone, God. Holy Spirit, salamat God, that your fruit would really bear, oh God. Lord, your word would really bear fruit upon every people, God. Salamat, Lord. We love you. We honor you, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's just give praise to the Lord. Amen. Now, the title of our message today, no, is Fighting for Your Faith. Say, Fighting for Your Faith. Now, I want to start with a verse, Hebrews 11, and this is not new to everyone. Nabasa na natin, and without faith... It is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Now, what we need to know is that faith is an action word. We need to do something about it. Dili lang siya kutob words. Dili lang siya kutob naginastorya nato siya, but it should reflect our lives. We need to do something about it. Now, I just want to highlight, we live in a time, in a season, karon in our time, that our faith is really being tested. Our faith is really being tested in many ways, in areas in our life. Jesus said, Jesus already warns us that our faith will be tested in the last days. In the last days, our faith would really be tested. It would be shaken. And also, we, what we need to know is that, yes, we're living on the last days. And people's faith, ay, kung dili ni mo siya bantayan ang imong faith, there will be many, many people who will turn away from the faith. In fact, Matthew 24, verse 4, starting verse 4, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and, I, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars, rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Verse 9, then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. And in verse 10, at the time... Many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. 
and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. The love of most will grow cold. And then in verse 10, many will turn away from the faith. Jesus already warns us that it will happen. And the sad part is that we are praying for people that you know of someone close to you. But some of them, wala na sila. Some of them, they did not continue in the faith. And as followers of Christ, we need to see the urgency to rise up and fight for your faith. There should be an urgency sa tua. There should be, it's not business as usual. There should be a, 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 a sobering na heart ni mo na, Lord, my faith is being threatened. And I should respond to it. I should do something about it. 1 John 5, 4, For every born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. The way to overcome the testings, the trials in this world, is of course, you have a relationship with God. But your faith, your faith towards God is what really matters. This is what God wants us to realize. The key to be victorious, to overcome the world, is your faith. And that is important. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Stand firm. Whatever happens, stand firm in your faith. Do not move. And I want to just, the Lord just really reminded me is this. Your faith is the primary target of the enemy. It's really the primary target of the enemy. If there's area in your life that he wants to take away from you, even if you attend church, you do life group, he wants to take away your faith. Sabi pa ni Eleanor Roosevelt, ang ganda ng sabi niya, sabi niya, if you lose faith, you lose all. If you lose faith, you lose all. You could be in church, you could be attending life group, if nag-died down na yung faith, the enemy has limited you. Something in your life, dili nakamakakuan sa full potential of what God wants you to do. Matthew 17, Jesus said, He replied, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Imagine the impact of your faith. If you move in faith, whatever you do, you reach out people, you do life groups, imagine the impact of your faith when you really reach out to people according to your faith. That is why the enemy wants to take away your faith. He wants to do something para mag-die down ng imong faith. And this afternoon, I want to highlight there are many threats to our faith. There are many threats to our faith. But I want to just highlight Five things today, and this is very practical. This is the practical things that we need to be aware na affected the atong faith, but dilita knowledgeable about it. And there are many things, but I want to highlight number one. Five nisha. Number one, values have changed. Values have changed. Now, we live in a time today that the values before is not the same now. Now, 
I'm not saying that mas okay before and now. No. But what we need to be aware is that there are things that have changed. The values of people have changed. Now, may I see the hands of the youth here? Kawai-kawai mga batan nun. Praise God. Grabe kadaghan. Thank you, Lord. Now, I wanted to emphasize all the youth here. Before, if you go into a relationship 14, 15, 16 years old, di na siya normal. It's not normal. But today, if you go to school, and then many people were here that since sa batan o ni mo, wala pag yung kay boyfriend and girlfriend, sa imong klase, I tell you, for some people, ikaw pa ang weird. Tama ba? Amen? For those mga youth, makarelate mo ane. Why? Because the values have changed. Values have changed. Many people will, youth now will not understand, paano nili ko pwede mag-relationship? Bakit na classmate na ko, ginabuhat naman nila. Sa akong classmate, duha na lang may, wala. Because values have changed. Now when I speak about, also I want to highlight this, purity. We live in a society, in a generation today, that many people will say, Premarital sex is okay. Everyone is doing it. You see in the movies, you see people, and I pray, I want to address this to all the singles. The Word of God tells us, sex is only for married people. If you engage sex outside marriage, it will not build up your faith. In fact, it will destroy your faith. It will ruin your faith. But the society now teaches us it's normal. Why? Because values have changed. And I want to address married people. Listen to this. 1980s, 1970s, for those older, 1990s or even below that year. If you hear a couple that separated, daghan kang masyak. Because it's not normal. Because they know marriage is forever. But today, if you hear people, marriage are falling apart, I think not everyone will be shocked. Because we hear in the news, we see in the movies, extramarital affairs, halos accepted na nato. Amen? Why? Because the values of people have changed. And these areas in our life really threatens our faith. If we accept it in our life, your faith will really go down. Your faith will really die down in our life. 2 Peter 1.5 Now for this very reason, also applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence. Applying in your faith moral excellence and in your moral excellence, knowledge. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. 3 John 1.11 Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. The one who does good is of God, and the one who does evil has not seen God. And I want to just emphasize this. How is your values today? Unsa na mga values ang i-accept ni mo sa imong life? What are the values that you really embrace it in your life? Because if not, if we are not careful to the values that we accept in our life, 
it will really threaten our faith. Number two, the rise of social media influence. The rise of social media influence. Now, I want to make it clear, social media is not evil, it's not bad, it has a lot of good impact to people. But what we need to know is this, we need to screen. Salao nato siya, every impact, everything that we watch on social media. We need to be aware of things that we believe on social media. And I just want to highlight this. Be very careful of the social media influencers that you follow. Can I hear an amen? Because it has a direct impact on your faith. You think wala lang, you think lingaw-lingaw lang, pampalipas oras lang, but if you are not careful, the social media influencers that you follow can redirect your focus, change your values, create jealousy in you, and then the reality is that in your faith, something nanay na lahi. And these are the things that are bantayanan kayo. These are the things that are really, really important in our time today. Now, social media, I want to highlight this. Social media is a medium that we can use to honor God. But it will never be a standard on the way how to live your life. It will never be a standard the way you live your life. Not everything in social media kailangan ni mo follow Because mo trending, you follow it. Because karon tig bakasyon, mo bakasyon po gano. Not everything in social media you need to follow. These are things that we need to be aware. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed. Five, Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. These are the things na dapat buhato nato in our life. Whatever is true, lovely, pleasing to God. Number three, what are the things that threatens our faith? Comfortable Christianity. This is a real talk. Many people, as followers of Christ, we need to be aware that yes, God is a God who comforts us. God is a God who surely blesses us, but it does not end there. God also expects us to embrace difficulties and trials. God also expects us to embrace challenges as we follow Him. Because if you think following Christ brings only you comfort and blessing, something is not right. Na ay kulang iksuon. John 13, verse 13, Jesus said, You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so. So that for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash once another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Jesus says, I have set you an example. Follow it. Follow it. 
Matthew 16, 24 to 25, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to live to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Jesus said, you lose your life. Not just when you give your life to God, you live in comfort, and then hayahay na yung kinabuhi. No, Jesus said, if you lose your life for me, you will find true life. It takes our part to lose our life for God. And sometimes, if we really have that mindset na dapat kung Christian ako, dapat hayahay na ako, wala na din na ni Agian, I tell you, your faith, it will not build up your faith. It will not build up your faith. It will just allow your faith to go down, to go down, and to go down. And number four, what are the threats of our faith? Number four, too much freedom. Too much freedom. Alam nyo po, yes, Christ died for every one of us. He died on the cross to set us free from sin, to us to be assured of our salvation. Freedom is good. But many people don't realize also that aside from Jesus died on the cross to set us free, our God is also is a God of order, boundaries, and limitations. God sets the standard. God sets limitation. Now, I want to highlight all the youth here, the today. Now, youth, if you are here and your parents tells you nga nakai curfew, ayaw kasuko. Because it is for your own good. Amen? It is for your own good because it is for your protection and preservation. Dili pwede 3 a.m. napakaskalsada. 1 a.m. napakaskalsada. It is for your protection and limit. It is for your preservation and protection. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 12 to 13. I have the right to do anything. You say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say food for the stomach and the stomach for food. God will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Church, if you have a mindset that I want freedom, I want to be happy, I want to do anything that I want just to make me happy, just a, that's a very, very dangerous attitude. Because it will not build up your faith. In fact, it will destroy your faith. When I prepare this word, I go through an, uh, I went on an article, dili ni siya bago, but it really struck me. And I will read this and nana siya sa PowerPoint. November 7, dated November 7, 2018. I want to read it for word for word. Now, the National Youth Commission expressed concern yesterday over the rising number of young Filipinos testing positive for human immunodeficiency virus or HIV, which is described as the worsening youth epidemic in the country. The HIV epidemic in our country has a new face. And it is the face of a young person. The NYC chief added, citing official statistics. This is the official statistics, year 2018. 
The Youth Commission said 62% of the new HIV cases in the country this year, that's 2018, was among young people between 15 and 24 years old. HIV case, 15 to 24 years old, 62%. Out of the 29 Filipinos who get infected every day in the Philippines, more than half or 19 are 15 to 24 years old. 25 out of the 29 are 15 to 30 years old, said the NYC commissioner. And I want to say to people, this is not freedom. This is the lie of the enemy that he tells you, you have the right for freedom. And in our generation today, we always say, I want freedom. I want to do anything what I want. But I want to tell you the truth. People are dying because we think we really need freedom. We need to know that God has limits and boundaries. I want to read an article, January 2023. Data from the Philippine Department of Health, DOH in January 2023, show that approximately 70% of all HIV cases were among males who have sex with other males. And 17% were among males who have sex with both males and females. 70% this year, 2023. And I want to just talk straight right now, even to us joining us online. Freedom is good. And we just always say, freedom is good. Yes, it's important. But we need to know, and what we say always is that we need to educate people. We need to have an awareness to people. I am for that. Yes, it's important. But what we need to emphasize to people is that we need to know the standard and the limitations of God. Amen? Young people, God tells you, preserve your purity. Do not engage premarital sex and you will never be afraid of HIV. Amen? Married people, be faithful to your wife, be faithful to your husband, you will never be afraid of HIV. Amen? Because God sets standards and limitations. Too much freedom will not build your faith. It will destroy your faith. First Thessalonians 4.3, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that is you abstain from sexual immorality. That's the word of God. That's strongly the word of God. Number five, false teachings. We live in a time that we watch and listen many teachings. Okay, sha. We can access. That's good. But also what we need to know is that we need to be careful not to be swayed by wrong teachings or false doctrines. And the, and the question is that how can I do that? How can we do that? You need to anchor yourself in the Word of God. A couple of Sunday, Pastor Carlo preached about essential of loving the Word of God, and I'm really blessed because it really emphasizes the importance of the Word of God. The Word of God protects you. The Word of God preserves our life. Jesus says, Matthew 7, verse 15 to 20, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly, they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. 
Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Verse 20, thus by their fruit, you will recognize them. You will recognize them. That's the word of God. You would really see, they claim na this is the word of God, but you would really see in their lives if they are telling it, it's really the word of God. And I want to just move now to the last part, and I want to highlight this. How can we fight for our faith? How can we fight for our faith? These are practical. But I want to highlight today, in Hebrews chapter 11, there are many mentions there about people, great men and women, that the Bible called them heroes of faith. Heroes of faith sila. And let's learn what they do. Let's learn, let's apply it in our lives so that we can fight for our faith. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. James chapter 2. What is good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds, can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does not, not nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself is not accompanied by action, is dead. All the heroes of faith in the Bible, later we'll talk to them, one by one. But one of the common things that they do is that sa ilahang faith, they put action to it. And I want to just mention first a man, a great man of God, say Abel. Hebrews 11.4 By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. Ang story niya, verse Genesis chapter 4. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. How can we fight for our faith? Number one, give your very best to God. Give your very best to God. God deserves our best. In all areas in our life, in what you do, in your studies, in your work, God deserves our best, our very best. He gave His one and only best to every one of us, His Son, Jesus Christ. You can never win the battle if you just give God your extra. Extra energy, extra time, extra effort. No. God deserves your very best. Resolve to God. Lord, I want, in all that I do, I give my best to you. In all that I do, I want to ensure that I am giving my best to you. Number two, the man named Noah. Hebrews 11.7 
says there, By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. But by his faith, he condemned the world and became the ear of righteousness that is in keeping with faith. The story of Noah, Genesis chapter 6. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become for. For all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. Verse 22, Noah did everything just God commanded him. Now, how can we fight for our faith? This is the number two. Stand up for God even if others will not. Stand up for God even if others will not. You alone are responsible for your faith. And reality sometimes, even ako, I admit it, that sometimes we look on people close to us, but some of, the, some of them turn away from the faith. And if you are not careful, pati ikaw ma-affected. Pati ikaw, dili ka careful, gusto na po ni mumuundang. But even others will not continue. Stand up for God. Even other people will not do it. Because you are responsible for your faith. Sa imong skwela, sa imong trabaho, it's okay. Sometimes dali siya if people, all of your companions are serving God. But the reality, it is not. It is not. Especially in your family, ikaw lang ang nag-stand up for your family, it will never be that easy. But how can you fight for your faith? Stand up for God, even other people will not. Have that heart. And I share a while ago this morning, uh, one of our kanang sa, sa worship team, sa Lighthouse Digos, I am really blessed. Recently, she shared her testimony. We do not know that ginapersecute siya sa yung family. No? Uh, Nag-acoustic guitar siya. Second year college siya. Wala siya nag-rebel. No? In fact, he honored her parents. But what the family do is that during every Sunday, ginapadlak nila ang gate, ginalaka niya yung room just for her not to go to church. Just to her not to go to church. And many times, nagahilak siya. And many times, dili siya makaten. But one of the things na I am really blessed, couple of Sundays ago, no, nagato siya sa church and medyo gihangak siya. And then she told one of the leaders there, Ha, grabe ka enjoy sa akong life. Grabe ka enjoy sa akong life. But later at that time, nagdagandagan siya para dili siya madakpan. Nga para makaato siya sa church. At that Sunday, she lead na gitara siya. But by the grace of God, she keep praying for her parents. And recently, lakaroon sa life group, nag-testimony siya. She was amazed that recently, na-found out niya, gipa-enroll na siya sa yang mama. And again, na-accept siya scholarship. Okay? Not just one, but two scholarship. And by the grace of God, halos wala siya bayaran, makapadayon siya sa yang study for second year college. By the grace of God. Again, it's not the end, but by the grace of God, we need to stand up for our faith. We need to stand up for our faith. Noah stood up by the grace of God. Now the third I want to highlight is Abraham. Hebrews 11 verse 8 to 17. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, 
even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice, who had embraced the promises, was about to sacrifice his one and only son. To forward the story, Genesis 22 onwards, Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Genesis 22, 15. The angel of the Lord called to him, Abraham from heaven, a second time, and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this, have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sun on the seashore. How can we fight for our faith? What Abraham do? No matter how impossible it may look like, choose to obey God. No matter how impossible it may look like, resolve in your heart, Lord, I want to obey. I want to obey. Abraham received a promise from the Lord, you will have descendants as many stars in the sky. But Abraham has only one son. And the Lord asked Abraham, offer your one and only son. Ikaw to, it's not easy. Because you are offering your one and only son to the Lord. But Abraham did it. With no question, he obeyed the Lord. And that is why the Lord really blessed Abraham in all that he did. How can we fight for our faith? It's not easy, but no matter how impossible, some, sometimes we say, Lord, di ko kasabot, kailangan ba yun ako niagian? Do I really need to give up these things? Do I really need to redirect my life? You may not understand anything, but if you have a word from the Lord, you ask guidance from your leaders, you ask guidance from our pastors, if you really have a word from the Lord, by the grace of God, choose to obey the Lord. Choose to obey God strongly in your heart. No matter how it may look like, impossible. Number four, Isaac. Hebrews 11.20, By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. I, I want to highlight this because when Isaac prayed for Esau and Jacob, he did not know really what will happen to the future sa mga anak. But Isaac blessed them in confidence that the Lord will take care of them. Genesis 27, So he went to him and kissed him. This is where Isaac prayed for Jacob. When Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of the field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you heaven's dew and earth's richness and abundance of grain and new wine. May the nations serve you and people bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may the sons of your mother bow down to you. May those who curse you be cursed and those who bless you be blessed. And this is when I highlight, how can you fight for your faith? Do not doubt God about your future. Do not doubt about your future in God. Believe in God. Sometimes, now, why I am emphasizing this? Because sometimes, kita as tao, normal siya, we want our future to be secured. Kaya, mubuhatag mga butang na, 
Pursue na ni education, it's good. Pursue na ni business. But many people try so hard and many people turn away from the faith because they want first to secure their future. It's good we want to take care of our future, secure our future. But if we are not careful, sometimes people wander away from the faith because kana ang giuna na butang. No, I am a family man. Now, parents, it's normal to worry, to really be cautious about the future of our sons, daughters. Pero let's offer them to God. Because God will take care of them. I myself, nanakoy anak, but in my life, sometimes magdoubt ko, sometimes mudagan po sa akin, just to be honest. But I would just always remind myself, self-talk. Men, nag-serve ka kay Lord. Si Lord, bahala si mong anak. God will take care of your son. And kanagod, ang pinaka-importante na we'll be reminded of ourselves. Never question God about your future and your future of your family. Believe in God. The next I want to highlight is Moses. Hebrews 11.23 By faith, Moses hid him for three months after he was born because he saw, he saw that he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. Exodus 1.22 Then Pharaoh gave his order to all his people, If every Hebrew boy that is born, you must throw them into the Nile, but let every girl live. Kabalumo, how can we fight for our generation what the parents of Moses did? You need to fight for your generation. You need to fight for your generation. Never give up on people. Never give up on people. Never give up on people that God entrusted to you. Never give up on people because they have a destiny in the Lord. Youth, never give up on your classmates if nanakasagino. Your friends, people, fight for them. Bring them to the Lord. Pharaoh at that time is the most powerful leader in the world, Egypt. Pero the parents of Moses did not allow na mamatay lang ilang anak. Of course, instinct as a parents, but they fight for Moses. And in the end, the Lord used him mightily. Hebrews 11:24. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. This is number six. How can we fight for your faith? Do not be afraid to make sacrifices for God. Moses had a difficult choice. He will be the next rank na Pharaoh. He will have all the comfort and the power in Egypt. But the Bible tells us, gi abandon to ni Moses tanan. And in life, in reality, when you make sacrifices, your sacrifices for God. Even if you know these things, Lord, I know makakwarta ko ani, but nai areas akong life nga makompromise akong faith, do not be afraid to make sacrifices for God. I know, Lord, kani importante ni nga relationship, but very compromising, do not make, do not be afraid to make sacrifices for God. It will build up your faith. The last two, I want to highlight the Israelites in their journey. Hebrews 11, 29 to 30. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on the dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, 
they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. Imagine everything that the Israelite people went through. The first impossible thing that they face is that unsaon manamo ni makatabok sa dagat, but the Lord divided. Gitungan niya ang Red Sea. The next, they are in the walls of Jericho that is impenetrable. No one can penetrate, but the Lord break the walls of Jericho. But one of the things, the very sure sa journey sa Israelites, the Lord was with them all throughout silang journey. And how can we fight for the faith, our faith? What, what, what we can learn from them? Do not stop your journey with God. Amen? Whatever happens, do not stop. Whatever happens, ayaw undang padayon. Fight for your faith. Bisag unsay mahitabo. Keep walking. Keep obeying the Lord. Keep journeying with God until you reach what God has promised you. Amen. Come on, pakpaka na to si Lord. Amen. Don't stop. Don't stop. Now, the last, and I will end. The woman named Rahab. Of all the heroes in the Bible, Rahab was so special. No, Siya to isa sa mga high, na highlight na babae, but her story was very different. Hebrews 11.31, By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. Joshua chapter 2, verse 1, Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shethem. Go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. This was about the time wala pa sila naka-enter sa Jericho. They went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. Joshua chapter 2, verse 8, Before the spies lay down for a night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the Red Sea. For when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites, when we heard of it, our hearts melted. God is a God in heaven above and our earth below. Now, how can we fight for our faith? What we can learn from Rahab, do not allow your past to dictate your future decisions. All of us, kitatanan, including myself, we do not have a good, kanang maayong a pass. But I myself question, Lord, you love her, but Lord, kailangan pagyud, bakit kailangan pagyud, Lord, nga i-mention nga prostitute siya? Ano kailangan pagyud i-emphasize sa Bible nga Rahab was a prostitute at that time? Even now, it's one of the lowest na imong buhaton sa imong life. She was a prostitute. But one thing Rahab did is that he believed God that those men were from God. And one decision that she made in her life changed entirely the direction of her life. One decision, one crucial decision that she made is that she believed God, she feared the Lord, she protected those people, and one decision changed the entire course of her life, including her family. When Jericho was thrown down, everything died, everyone died, I mean, but except for Rahab and her family. During that time, they accompanied now the journey of the Israelites. Rahab was blessed, so forth sa life. 
And in our life, sometimes malimita because of our past. Sometimes we make decisions in the future, nakatali pata sa atong past. But the Lord tells us, no, regardless of what your past is, do not allow it to dictate your future decisions. Amen? Pagpaka na to si Lord. Amen. Now, I am about to end. Can I ask the worship team to please come? The result of here is that grabi ang turnaround sa iyang kinabuhi. And I will end with this story. When the disciples of Jesus, when the disciples of Jesus asked them, Lord, what in your second coming, when, you're, when you come again, what will happen? And Jesus warns them, you need to be careful about temptation, not to stumble away from temptation. If others will hate you, if others will wrong you, forgive. Yun ang sabi ni Jesus sa kanila. Kabalumon sa ang unang reply sa mga apostles, sa disciples ni Jesus, Luke chapter 17, the apostles said to the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. And Jesus replied, He replied, if you have faith as a small as a mustard seed, you can say to the small berry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Church, I want to encourage you. As we are about to end, do not neglect your faith. Amen? Value it as you value your life. It is so important. The disciple says, Lord, increase our faith. Lord, bring us to the next level in our faith. And if you want to win the battles in life, we really need to fight for our faith. We really need to say, Lord, I will not take for granted the faith that you have given in my life. Amen? Praise God. Atong pakpakan si Lord, can we all stand? And let's just begin to pray right now. Now, the word is not new to every one of us. We heard about faith. We heard about the importance of our faith. But today, I want to just encourage everyone right now. Please bow down your heads. Close your eyes. And I want us to just raise our hands before God today and tell the Lord today, thank God for your faith. Come on, talk to the Lord. Thank God for your faith. Tell the Lord, Lord, today, I thank you, God, that I have this relationship to you, God. I thank you, God, that I have this relationship to you in all areas in my life, God. I thank you, God. And right now, tell the Lord today, Lord, forgive me that in, you know and you know in your life that if in your heart, faith. Just ask for forgiveness right now. Lord, thank you, Lord, but forgive me, God, that I accepted wrong values, God. Nagrabi na ang influence ako sa social media, Lord, the values of this world. But tell the Lord today, today, God, it will change in the name of Jesus. Come on, help. Ask help from God. Lord, I want to build my faith again, God. I want to go to the next level, God, in my relationship, God. And for some people, you need to say to God, Lord, I resolve to give my best to you, God. You deserve my best, Lord. In all that I do, you deserve my best, God. Lord, tabangi ko, Lord. Increase my faith in this area in my life, God. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Father. And look, come on, tell the Lord today. Lord, salamat, Lord. And I'm willing to make sacrifices for you, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's keep praying. Father in heaven, salamat Lord sa gift of a relationship with you, God. And Lord, we pray today na amo kinang hatagan o dako nga pili kinoo. 
Lila mo na i-exchange for some small pleasure, some cute guy and beautiful girl, some, you know, small thing, just some very passing temporary pleasure. But Lord, we will, Lord God, make it our highest and most prized possession, Lord God, our relationship with you. So help us today. Come on, let's ask the Lord. Lord, give us power, God. Give us strength, Lord God. Di mo mabigay sa temptation, you know. Di mo mapadala sa pressure, Lord God. Sa ilang isulti, sa ilang mga, Lord, the way they would treat us, Lord, we will stand up. We will stand up for you, God. Di mo mapadala, you know, sa mga kanjaw, sa mga salita, Lord God, na masakit minsan sa puso. But we will stand up. Lord God, we will forgive them, we will love them, we will share the word of God to them, but we will stand up for our faith. Thank you, God. Help us today. Come on, ask the Lord to help you. Father in heaven, we pray. Help us, Lord God. To be strong, Lord. To be strong, oh God. To value our faith. To value our relationship with you. Do not exchange it for anything. Come on, any of those things you heard, mga challenge, mga threats, respond to the Lord. God, we pray today. Tabagi Mikino, help us now by the power of the name of Jesus. We ask you to strengthen us, Lord. And yes, Masailua Mikino, for all the times, all of the ways, that Lord, among the Pailo, na exchange the Palikia, ang among relationship sa Ipoa, God. Forgive us, Lord. Today, we come back to you, God. Revive us again. Strengthen us again, God, by the power of the name of Jesus. Come on, just ask the Lord's help. God, we pray, help us today. Help us today. And if you're here and you're joining us or you're joining us online and you've not yet surrendered your life to the Lord, God is calling you. Give your life to Him. Tell Him, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. Kailangan kita paginoon. I'm lost. I know I'm lost. I humble myself, God. And I say, Lord, tapangi ko. Tulungan ba ko makabalik? Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. But you can save me. Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me, Jesus. Bring me back to the right way. Bring me back to you. And I put my faith in you, Lord. Not in religion. Not in good works. Because they cannot save me. Only you can save me. Go lang, Panginoon. I put my faith in you. Pumasok ka sa buhay ko. Patawarin mo ako, maguhin mo ako, Panginoon. Come on, give your life to God. If you know you've not yet surrendered your life to the Lord, give your life to Him today. So, Lord, we pray today. Come and help us. Come, Lord God. Save us from our sins. We pray. Lord, for those who have not yet given their lives to you, God, help them now to come near. Hear their prayers. Have mercy on them. Lord God, save them, Lord, we pray. Salamat, Lord. Salamat, Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you are blessed, changed, and encouraged. If you enjoy this podcast, please share and click the notification bell so you will be notified for every new upload. Lighthouse Christian Fellowship can now be your home church no matter where you live. Head over to our Facebook page or YouTube channel and stay connected online. God bless you. Until next time.